a student-run blog for students. So it's from everything's from a student perspective. So we're obviously right. not going to lie to you and sugarcoat things. So welcome back to episode 13 of The Nest. Um, we hope this episode is reaching everybody um, and you're happy and you're healthy in these, in these kind of crazy times. Um, today we're joined by the head of the FB Digital blog, Sofia Zuniga. And for most of you who don't know, um, even while we're kind of switching everything into Zoom and, and we haven't been in school recently, we're still going to move forward with finding um, our team for next year. Um, so if you are interested, interested in joining FB Digital as a writer or to work on this show, um, information will be coming out in regards to that very soon. So to kind of start, Sophia, say what's up to the people. Hi, everyone. So um, if you could kind of explain your role uh, in FB Digital, everybody, for people who don't know. Okay, so basically I'm in charge of the blog component of the Fiber Digital. So I'm just in charge of making sure the schedule is doing okay and like assigning people to certain articles and proofreading all the articles before actually publishing them every Tuesday and Friday. And, and how did you first get involved with, with FB Digital? Um, so there is this girl named Lexi who started the blog component because she used to work on the newsletter for the school. So since I knew her, she asked me and a couple of my friends to like start working on the blog and some like potential articles. So once that kicked off, um, I just, I did a lot that year. And then the next year she asked me to be in charge of it. So what are some challenges that you faced, um, especially this year in your role as, as the head of the blog? Because I know most people, they just see the final product, whether it be Feature Fridays or, or the weekly, the blog posts, but what are some challenges, maybe some obvious that you expected and some, some that you didn't really expect when you first started that you faced throughout the year? Um, it's been difficult to get ideas, definitely, because we are a school blog, so does, there does need to be like some sort of censorship, in all honesty, so we aren't very public about political opinions or like other things that might matter a lot to students that we can't display as a school. However, we do try to do a lot with like stress relief and like coping and making sure that everyone's like doing okay and just spreading like positive messages. Um, so difficulties would be coming up with ideas and making people realize that other people do want to read that kind of content and making sure that like also people know about it because a lot right. of people don't know about the blog like maybe they follow the Instagram, but they just skip over the posts where we talk about the blog. So I guess promoting it has also been difficult. And, and do you think um, this whole kind of being careful with your topics, because it's something that we've dealt with on, on this very show, uh, our, our episodes, which have gotten a little bit more um, on the opinion, on the political side, we've had to kind of keep it on this very tight line. Um, do you think that's something that you wish you had the ability to do? And is it something you wish um, future generations of, of bloggers for FB Digital are going to have the ability to do? I think that definitely compared to last year, we have been a lot more expressive with our opinions. 
when we've been given more freedom, especially because administration trusts us more now because they know how we work. So they know that we're not gonna do anything like harmful to the school and we know mm-hmm. like we know what our, like what our peers want to hear. So definitely like I think as time goes on, people are gonna have more freedom and more like freedom to do editorials and more expressive pieces as well. And what's something that um over the year now, you know, kind of as this year comes to an end and you could kind of look back in retrospect, what's something you wish you would have done you would have done better? Um, if you know me personally, I'm a pretty shy person. So I'm, I had difficulty like being strict with writers and like making sure that everyone did their work properly. So I guess like if I could delegate in a better way, I would, I think that would have been a lot better for this year because I ended up writing a lot of articles myself because some people just weren't inspired at that time and just didn't like want to write. So I guess being a better like manager of the sort and i think you have a very different um point of view than i do because i'm i don't really have to delegate work to anyone it really just falls on my shoulders and you how do you keep people motivated how how when you you need to post you know articles every week how do you keep people on the ball and how do you tell people hey listen like i know um right now might not be the best time for you creatively personally whatever it may be but how do you kind of you know keep people on the ball as a leader I think just telling them that people do care about their stories like there have been a lot of writers that are like oh like no one cares about the blog no one reads the blog so I'm not gonna like put an effort but I think that as like time goes on and you publish more articles and you see that the views keep going up I think you realize that people do care about what you have to say or like even if it's nothing like as deep as like what you think it should have been like even if you're just like oh like documentary recommendations like that got 200 mm-hmm. views in like two days right so I think that just showing them the results and showing them that like your like three paragraph article about self-help during isolation can help 4,000 kids that are stuck at home so I think yeah mostly showing them that people do care about what they have to say right and for someone who who um might be familiar with with fb digital with with this show in particularly but hasn't had the chance or hasn't realized that there is in fact a blog what do you how do you do a quick 30 second pitch of what it is you guys are all about okay so it's definitely a student-run blog for students so it's from everything's from a student perspective so we're obviously right. not going to lie to you and sugarcoat things so we we've done everything from like advice from AP teachers to coping with mental health health in high school. And we also feature students every Friday so you can get inspiration. So we do teachers, alumni and students. So it's just ways that like, you can see that every individual has a story to be told. And this blog is just a way of publishing it digitally. Right. And, and you mentioned that you were, you've been a part of this from the very beginning. So how has the blog and the aims and the goals of the blog changed over time from when it first started to to where it is now. How has the article, how have the articles changed? How have the messages you guys are trying to get across, how have they changed? Um, well, Mr. Iglesias, the administrator that's mostly behind this, always said that his, um, his goal for the blog was to have one student in Australia read it and be inspired by it. 
and a few weeks ago we actually had like readers in Australia which was really weird but like really fun so I think that once we've seen that like people in other countries are somehow like getting our messages it's just been exponentially growing so we've done we started off with articles that were just like um like stress relief or like just things to know in high school and we've moved on to more serious topics like maybe like mental health and we cover students and how they cope and how they overcome maybe like their difficulties and have become these like amazing like leaders so i think we've become more like sensitive and we've become more open to sharing vulnerable stories right and and i want to ask you something because when it comes to these these sensitive topics because um I know a lot of people kind of shy away from it because they might not know how to handle, how to write about uh, a topic. Um, what is your personal like advice for writers, not necessarily just writers, but um, creators in general who want to tackle a sensitive subject, but they're kind of afraid because they don't want to mistreat it. What's your advice for them? I think definitely asking someone like their opinion. So if you're going to write an article about like social, like social anxiety and you personally don't have it, ask someone who does and see how they would feel comfortable talking about it because sometimes someone speaking about a difficulty that they haven't gone through is going to come off as awkward but if you ask for advice and ask for like a blunt opinion from someone who has suffered through a certain like maybe illness you'll definitely get a more like raw perspective and you'll feel like more comfortable going into it like not just knowing like the like statistics of it, but knowing like the heartfelt opinions and like the difficulties that people have gone through. Right. And now to kind of look forward, um, where do you want to see this blog go in the future? I think definitely having more writers and having more ages involved because right now most of our writers are juniors and seniors. So I think getting younger kids and making them become more exposed to writing at a young age and realize that journalism isn't a dying like major like you can make a career out of it and people do need it so I think just making sure that students are empowered by their voices I think in the future the blog is going to grow a lot more in terms of the amount of articles that we can put out every week maybe we can do like three times a week or four or like um <clears throat> the variety in like the topics that we cover and definitely get like a lot more readers that aren't just students but maybe like parents that want or, like a student's perspective or like teachers or anyone of the sort and and you brought up something interesting when you mentioned um journalism as a dying uh kind of major uh to say do you think the future of journalism is still very much based in the traditional here's an article um however long it may be here's your newspaper here's your written journalism per se or do you think it's very much in the hands of kind of now how snapchat does it that they have like each news or each uh channel has their little uh however long it may be 90 second kind of uh snapchat story where they kind of pump out the news real quick to you in an interesting way where you don't get bored do you think um it's one or the other do you think there's kind of this gray area where it's going to be very much a little bit of both um 
I mean, like even personally, when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be a newspaper journalist. I'm not going to do anything with social media. I'm going to write for a newspaper. Mm-hmm. But like as time went on, I became more involved with the blog and social media. I realized that that's not going to work out like in the future. Like we're losing our attention spans definitely. So I think that while like newspapers are obviously still going to exist because they're necessary and you need like facts, you can also have social media that like, um, the way it pumps out like like information extremely quickly sometimes it's not factual and it's just like not true and like the heat of the moment you just want to get a story out even if it's not true so I think there's like a necessary combination between the two so while like newspapers people aren't buying them anymore but they have moved digitally and like even like the New York Times like the Washington Post their Instagrams and like social medias are very like interactive for younger kids and like it really feeds our attention span in like the right way so I think as like professional journalism moves and realizes that, hey, social media isn't just like a teenager thing. I think the good combination of both is going to come at some point. Right. And to kind of shift focused onto um, our kind of recruiting process that me and you are kind of both going through right now. Um, what are you guys looking for in potential writers for next year? Definitely a want to write because you can obviously like if you know like AP style that'd be great but like experience isn't necessary because I mean like if we don't give you the opportunity to write then you're not gonna get experience so it's just like stupid of course um, so definitely just students that are interested like you don't have to be a great writer because you're gonna learn along the way and you don't have to be like the most the most like outgoing person because you become less shy as you interview more people so it's honestly just about like the passion that you have and the amount of time that you're willing to put into your articles and just into like the whole idea of like the blog because it's maybe it might just like not be articles maybe it's going to be like publishing like different types of like media so definitely just having like anyone with an open mind and with like a passion for just expressing themselves should definitely make a pie. Right. And what advice would you give to whoever ends up having your role next year or to anyone a part of, of FB digital in general, what advice would you give uh, to someone who may be listening to this a year from now? Um, what advice would you give them? I think just as I said before, like having an open mind is like the biggest thing because when I went into it, it was just like, a blog it was just gonna be like a website and like okay that's cool but then it became a class and then it became like the social media class and now it's like this whole group of people that work on the podcast on the blog and on the instagram so i think just knowing that teamwork is like one of the biggest things and communicating as well because although we're obviously like communication majors we aren't the best at communicating sometimes so i think even though i'm a writer i can still make a graphic for the instagram if i need to and like right. just knowing like that like you need to intercept at some point and having that open mind and not saying like oh I'm just a writer I'm not going to touch the social media because that's like you need to think about it because obviously you can post an article but how are you going to promote it so I think again just having like an open mind and being like open to learning like different aspects of the entire like communications major right and and for people that are in fact interested in becoming a writer for FB Digital next year, where can they, they apply? Where, what steps can they take to, to join the program? 
Um, so on the Dora Academy Instagram, if you click the link in their bio, it's going to take you to a link tree. And then on that link tree, there's going to be a link for the blog application. So once you just click there, it'll be a Google form. It's kind of short to fill out, but we do need like a teacher recommendation, which isn't long, just like maybe like a paragraph, like nothing too formal, just a teacher's opinion of you so that we can like get to know you a bit more. And you fill that out and we'll be scheduling interviews pretty soon. Right. And the same thing goes uh, for the podcast. Um, if you are interested in being a host or a producer for this very show next year, um, please do the same. Darl Academy's Instagram. Just follow the steps right there. And we'll be getting in touch with you very soon. And to kind of quickly wrap up here with you, uh, Sophia, um, where do you want to be in 10 years? Personally, I want to continue doing journalism, but as an arts journalist. So again, like expressing other people's voices is like extremely important to me. So I want to be an arts journalist that kind of focuses on the LGBTQ community. So I can just get productions of maybe like musicals or like artwork and anything like that and just add more publicity to it and make sure people appreciate others' work more. Well, Sophia, it's always a blast with you. Thank you for coming on the show and, and kind of sharing your, your perspective with everyone. I see how hard you work. We all see how hard you work, but you're kind of the, the silent giant, to say, of our, of our class. Thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate you and everything you do. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed episode 13 now of The Nest. Wow, it's been 13. Um, we hope you guys stay healthy, hand sanitize, wash your hands, um, leave toilet paper for others. Um, and, you know, we'll get through this and um, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening.